You're listening to the Cheerful Soundman Podcast. It's a show for event professionals about the adventures of producing stellar events with a smile. Today, we're letting John ask Eric five quick questions about production and business. So next week, we'll actually flip it and reverse it and let Eric ask John five quick questions. Now, this next part is just for people who have Instagram. Sorry, if you don't, then please just don't listen for the next 15 seconds. But if you do have Instagram, then just please take a second, go follow us on there at The Cheerful Sound Man. Not only will you find out exactly when the next episodes are going to be dropping, but also we occasionally do surveys and actually take questions from our Instagram audience to answer on the shows. So please take a second and do that at The Cheerful Sound Man on Instagram. All right, let's go to the five quick questions. Uh, Eric, what is your recommendation for shoes in the production industry? For shoes? Hmm. I hear good things about Red Wing, Red Wing boots, shoes. I have not made the plunge myself yet, though, because they have... Uh, steel toes, but they're supposedly much more sneaker-like in fit. Mm-hmm. I personally, I'm not wearing them today, but I like the on shoes a lot just for comfort. It provides you zero toe protection, though. Yeah. So if you're just like, maybe it's already set up and you're just teching today, Switch maybe wear the out. ons, right. very, very light. Uh, you know, if you're more like building, definitely need some boots or something with uh, a nice sturdy toe in them. Mm. Yeah. This industry has a way of removing toes. Yes, it does. Excellent. Or pinky fingers. Yes. I'm sorry, which way were you pointing there? I couldn't. I couldn't. It's for the camera. Tell. Okay. I couldn't actually tell. They both go that way. Yeah. Uh, next question, Eric. What is your go to sound or song mixing when you're uh, mixing a room? Oh, to like uh, test. Sa- to test a room? Like yeah. test a sound system in a room? Uh, Peter Gabriel in your eyes is a uh, a go-to as well as this, uh, my buddy Pete from Tallahassee got me hooked on uh, Rosanna by Toto. Mm-hmm. It's which is a low-key banger, but also uh, it's just like produced perfectly, like the full spectrum. You just you can really hear. Yeah, so everyone has their own songs yeah you got your own little chip chips what is chips chip has a go-to hey chip what song do you uh tune the room with steely dan Dan. which one Uh, steely dan he's got that, and then you know he plays some acdc if there's some subs uh i know drew's is uh Oh, what's that? Up, it's like it's a funky Uptown one. Funk. No, it's not Uptown Funk. It's some it's like some Bruno Mars song. Is it? But he always does the He's same. He's got some obscure funk because he knows. Oh, uh, it's like a Bella Fleck song, but it, it just has all the frequencies he yeah, knows. Yeah. You want to so, go with something that's got yeah, you know, how really it like you hear the whole spectrum of the PA. That's also why I like Toto though, and a lot of guys actually use Africa. Like Matthew uses Africa a lot of times because what, what was it? it? Eight nineteen. Eight nineteen. There you go. Steely Dan. Steely a Dan. lot of guys use Steely Dan. That's actually a very common one. A lot of guys <laughs> use Toto. Uh, Peter Gabriel is a common one in Genesis. So a lot of these come down to like um, 
records that were produced that are really like wide spectrum you know so like genesis and peter gabriel he tends to use that like really low what's mm. the name the chapstick or whatever the super low bass and so he plays really low and then they also have a lot of like synth and stuff up really high and so you get a really good feel for the system right. if you remo remove drywall just put subtronics on yeah also remove some drywall uh okay eric your next question is if you could choose, what band would you really want to mix for that you haven't gotten to do so? What band would I really want to mix for? Uh, probably, first and foremost, would be Ziggy Marley. We'll do Alive and Dead. Oh, Dead is Bob Marley, hands down. Okay. But, not on, but with today's gear, God, it would suck to mix Bob Marley on equipment that was available when Bob Marley was alive. Yeah. Which is why those live shows mostly don't sound great has the most famous mic feedback of all time. Yep, 1K feedback in the middle of No Woman No Cry. It's otherwise Recorded one of the greatest forever. recordings of all time. Yep. That monitor engineer is legendary, but not for the right reasons. Yeah, infamous. Uh, so Dead, Bob Marley, live, actually probably Florence and the Machine. I love her voice. And also very thick synth work as well as uh, they do a lot of cool work on the drums with mallets live and the probably the best mix i've ever seen was her live in like a little small amphitheater and uh so i don't want to replace the guy who did it because it was the best mix ever but if he moved on and wanted to make something else that would be Put me in that would be my dream job for sure sweet okay uh what's the biggest mis misconception you've seen an artist or band have about live production uh, it's usually related to speed of setup, I would say. A lot of times, uh, and this goes for seasoned vets as well as it's, it tends to be more up-and-comers or new folks, but, yeah, thinking we can get stuff done very fast um, or thinking we can make major changes very fast would be kind of a big misconception, I think. Um, the big one being major changes. So, like, hey, we got everything ready, and then they show up, and they're like, no, this needs everything needs to change. And you're mm -hmm. like, you do realize we've been setting up for four hours. We didn't just get here. Yeah, we and have all these IEMs for us to yeah. use. Just throw them in there. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Oh, and we brought our own split, and we brought our, oh, okay, we'll just unpatch everything. So yeah, I think that that's the biggest, the biggest thing. Um, or that, uh, that it's easy sometimes. We don't get that a lot, but sometimes I've had a few people think that the job is a lot easier until mm -hmm. they got in and did it themselves and the mu on, from the musician front. Right. And they're like, oh, this is a lot more than just like, I know a little bit about music, you know. For the, from the promoter side, that list is endless for uh, what a promoter thinks. Yes. That list is endless. Oh, we can just add this. Uh, that's right. that's 7,000 pounds worth of stage decks mm -hmm. and a whole nother trailer. Yeah. No, we can't just add that. Well, you, Sorry. You mean four speakers won't be enough for 2,000 people? No. Wait, what? No, I don't think it will be. Uh, and your last question is, who would you consider your biggest hero of uh, business, business owners and uh, business savvy people? Oh, business hmm. heroes. Um, there's a lot of business people I look up to. Um, I would say in my immediate life, actually my father-in-law, who's now retired as a contractor, was a huge influence <coughs> on me. Um, just, I worked for him for a couple of years, just like in his office, helping him out. And that was, that greatly shaped, um, you know, how to run a business. And he ran a very successful business, never had debt at all. 
build houses, you know, didn't have lines of credit and everything else, just was able to keep rolling and do great. So that'd be kind of my my local hero, and he's also just a, a great man, great integrity and whatnot. Um, as far as, like, big figure people, I, I don't know, because I, I follow a lot of people and I like a lot of people, but I don't really... It's more like a, like, take a little bit from this person, like... Mm. Russell Brunson, the ClickFunnels guys, have been listening to a lot of his marketing stuff lately, but I don't know that, like, I don't want to have a info marketing business necessarily. You know what I mean? So there's, like, little bits and pieces. I, I like Gary Vee's content and stuff a lot. I like his general mindset and mentality, but again, like, I don't want to be like Gary Vee. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess hopefully that's a good answer. No. It will suffice. All right. It will have to, because that's my answer. That's what you got. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Cheerful Sound Man podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it and maybe even got a little something out of it too. If you did, we'd love if you could subscribe and leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts. That would really make our day. Also follow us over on Instagram at the Cheerful Sound Man. Stay tuned for the next episode dropping soon. And until then, don't suck and don't be a jerk. Thank you.